Good morning. I hope you're well and that you've had a good night's sleep. Today the church remembers Hildegard, abbess of Bingen, um, and you can find out more about her if you search her on Google. Um, Hildegard is H-I-L-D-E-G-A-R-D. You'll find plenty of information for her online. Today um, I'm doing the funeral of Mark Eastwood and he'll be buried with his wife uh, into his wife Margaret's grave up at Langney Cemetery this afternoon. So do keep Mark and Margaret's souls in your prayers and the Eastwood family as they mourn the loss of their father and grandfather. So let's just begin in prayer today. O oh Lord, open our lips. And our mouth shall proclaim your praise. God be gracious to us and bless us, to make his face to shine upon us, that your way may be known upon earth, your saving power among all nations. Let the peoples praise you, O God, let all the peoples praise you. O let the nations rejoice and be glad, for you will judge the peoples righteously and govern the nations upon earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God, let all the peoples praise you. Then shall the earth bring forth her increase, and God, our own God, will bless us. God will bless us, and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. The night has passed, and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. Psalm 14 The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fool has said in his heart, There is no God. Corrupt are they, and abominable in their wickedness. There is no one that does good. The Lord has looked down from heaven upon the children of earth to see if there is anyone who is wise and seeks after God. But everyone has turned back, all alike have become corrupt. There is none that does good, no, not one. Have they no knowledge, these evildoers, who eat up my people as if they ate bread, and do not call upon the Lord? There shall they be in great fear, for God is in the company of the righteous. Though they would confound the counsel of the poor, yet the Lord shall be their refuge. Oh, that Israel's salvation would come out of Zion. When the Lord restores the fortunes of his people, then will Jacob rejoice and Israel be glad. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. God of heaven, Look with mercy on all who are consumed by ignorance and greed, and let the children of earth know that you are God forever. Amen. Psalm 15 Through the greatness of your mercy I will come into your house. Lord, who may dwell in your tabernacle? Who may rest upon your holy hill? Whoever leads an uncorrupt life, and does the thing that is right, who speaks the truth from the heart, and bears no deceit on the tongue. Who does no evil to a friend, and pours no scorn on a neighbour, in whose sight the wicked are not esteemed, 
but who honours those who fear the Lord. Whoever has sworn to a neighbour and never goes back on that word, who does not lend money in hope of gain, nor takes a bribe against the innocent, whoever does these things shall never fall. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Through the greatness of your mercy, I will come into your house. Lord, lead us to our heavenly home. By single steps of self-restraint and deeds of righteousness, through the grace of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Psalm 16. The Lord is at my right hand, I shall not fall. Preserve me, O God, for in you have I taken refuge. I have said to the Lord, you are my Lord. All my good depends on you. All my delight is upon the godly that are in the land, upon those who are noble in heart. Though the idols are legion that many run after, their drink offerings of blood I will not offer, neither make mention of their names upon my lips. The Lord himself is my portion and my cup. In your hands alone is my fortune. My share is fallen in a fair land. Indeed, I have a goodly heritage. I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel, and in the night watches he instructs my heart. I have set the Lord always before me. He is at my right hand. I shall not fall. Wherefore my heart is glad and my spirit rejoices. My flesh also shall rest secure. For you will not abandon my soul to death, nor suffer your faithful one to see the pit. You will show me the path of life. In your presence is the fullness of joy. And in your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. The Lord is at my right hand, I shall not fall. Give to us, Lord Christ, the fullness of grace, your presence and your very self. For you are our portion and our delight, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament lesson is written in the first book of the Kings, the fourth chapter, beginning at the 29th verse. God gave Solomon very great wisdom, discernment and breadth of understanding as vast as the sand on the seashore, so that Solomon's wisdom surpassed the wisdom of all the people of the east and all the wisdom of Egypt. He was wiser than anyone else, wiser than Ethan the Ezraite, and Heman, Calcol, and Dada, children of Mahol. His fame spread throughout all the surrounding nations. He composed three thousand proverbs and his songs numbered a thousand and five. He would speak of trees, from the cedar that is in the Lebanon to the hyssop that grows in the wall. He would speak of animals and birds and reptiles and fish. People came from all the nations to hear the wisdom of Solomon. They came from all the kings of the earth who had heard of his wisdom. Now King Hiram of Tyre sent his servants to Solomon. When he heard that they had anointed him king in place of his father, for Hiram had always been a friend to David, Solomon sent word to Hiram, saying, you know that my father David could not build a house for the name of the Lord his God because of the warfare which his enemies surrounded him, until the Lord put them under the soles of his feet. But now the Lord my God has given me rest on every side. There is neither adversary nor misfortune. So I intend to build a house for the name of the Lord my God. As the Lord said to my father David, your son, whom I will set on your throne in your place, shall build the house for my name. Therefore command that cedars from the Lebanon be cut for me. My servants will join your servants, and I will give you whatever wages you set for your servants. 
for you know that there is no one among us who knows how to cut timber like the Sidonians. When Hiram heard the words of Solomon, he rejoiced greatly and said, Blessed be the Lord today, who has given to David a wise son to be over this great people. Hiram sent word to Solomon, I have heard a message that you have sent me. I will fulfil all your needs in the matter of cedar and cypress timber. My servant shall bring it down to the sea from the Lebanon. I will make it into rafts to go by sea to the place you indicate. I will have them broken up there for you to take away, and you shall meet my needs by providing for my household. So Hiram supplied Solomon's every need for timber of cedar and cypress. Solomon in turn gave Hiram 20,000 cores of wheat as food for his household, and 20 cores of fine oil. Solomon gave this to Hiram year by year. So the Lord gave Solomon wisdom as he promised him. There was peace between Hiram and Solomon, and the two of them made a treaty. Here ends the Old Testament lesson. I have given you as a light to the nations, and I have called you in righteousness. Thus says God who created the heavens, who fashioned the earth and all that dwells in it, who gives breath to the people upon it, and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord, and I have called you in righteousness. I have taken you by the hand and kept you. I have given you as a covenant to the people, a light to the nations, to open the eyes that are blind to bring out the captives from the dungeon, from the prison those who sit in darkness. I am the Lord, that is my name, my glory I give to no other. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. I have given you as a light to the nations, and I have called you in righteousness. The New Testament lesson is written in the Acts of the Apostles, the 15th chapter, beginning at the first verse. Then certain individuals came down from Judea and were teaching the brothers, unless you are circumcised, according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. And after Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and debate with them, Paul and Barnabas and some of the others were appointed to go to Jerusalem to discuss this question with the apostles and the elders. So they went sent on their way by the church, and as they passed through both Phoenicia and Samaria, they reported the conversion of the Gentiles and brought great joy to all believers. When they came to Jerusalem, they were welcomed by the church and the apostles and the elders, and they were reported all that God had done with them. But some believers who belonged to the sect of the Pharisees stood up and said, it is necessary for them to be circumcised and ordered to keep the law of Moses. The apostles and the elders met together to consider this matter. After there had been much debate, Peter stood up and said to them, My brothers, you know that in the early days God made a choice among you, that I should be the one that through whom the Gentiles would hear the message of the good news and become believers. And God, who knows the human heart, testified to them by giving them the Holy Spirit, just as he did to us. And in cleansing their hearts by faith, he has made no distinction between them and us. Now therefore, why are you putting God to the test by placing on the neck of the disciples a yoke that neither our ancestors nor we have been able to bear. On the contrary, we believe that we will be saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, just as they will. The whole assembly kept silence and listened to Barnabas and Paul as they told all the signs and wonders that God had done through them among the Gentiles. After they finished speaking, James replied, My brothers, listen to me. Simeon has related how God first looked favourably on the Gentiles, to take from among them a people for his name. This agrees with the words of the prophets, as it is written. After this I will return, and I will rebuild the dwelling of David, which has fallen. 
For its ruins I will rebuild it, and I will set it up, so that all the other peoples may seek the Lord, even all the Gentiles over whom my name has been called. Thus says the Lord, who has been making these things known from long ago. Therefore I have reached the decision that we should not trouble those Gentiles who are turning to God, but we should write to them to abstain only from things polluted by idols, and from fornication, and from whatever has been strangled, and from blood. For in every city, from generations past, Moses has had those who proclaim him, for he has been read aloud every Sabbath in the synagogues. Here ends the New Testament lesson. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, you are mine. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned. I have called you by name, you are mine. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, you are mine. They who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as an eagle. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors, and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. They who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as an eagle. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise for your church throughout the world, for our brothers and sisters in places of persecution, for our church locally, that all may be given your Holy Spirit, guided, that you may let us know what your will is, you may give us wisdom. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we ask that all those who profess your name on our lips know you deeply in their hearts. That those who go to church may live out the gospel in their lives day by day. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer.
be with the sick and the suffering in body, mind or spirit. Those known to us. Those unknown to us in the wider community, hospital or hospice. We ask that you give each of them in their need what they require. And that you lift up and comfort those who look after them. Those who care for them. Those who worry for them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We give thanks for those who have gone before us in faith. Our loved ones that we see no longer. For all those who have died recently, particularly for the soul of Mark Eastwood, who will be laid to rest today. For any who died overnight in this benefice, hospice or hospital, rest eternal grant unto them, O Lord, and let light perpetual shine upon them. May they rest in peace and rise in glory. Most glorious and holy God, whose servant Hildegard, strong in the faith, was caught up in the vision of your heavenly courts. By the breath of your spirit, open our eyes to glimpse your glory and our lips to sing your praises with all the angels, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.